Welcome back to another episode of the Get Lifting Podcast. As always, I am your host, Graham Lee, and today's episode is going to be around the concept of dieting, um, but slightly different from what I tend to usually preach around it. So I'm one that believes in a sort of long-term sustainable change. Uh, I'm going to slightly flip that today and talk about how to utilize a get in and get out mindset when it comes to dieting and the reason for that is that I don't think we as humans but when I talk about this I'm primarily talking about you ladies out there that um, are on the continual dieting treadmill Um, but I don't think we should be spending most of our adult lives dieting and I think that that tends to happen uh, for a few reasons and so the first one of that is that mainstream popular diets don't really teach you anything at all. You wake up one day and decide that you want to go on a diet. So you search Google or you attend a local diet group and are just told what to do, what foods to eat, what foods to cut out, stick to that and you'll lose weight. It never really takes into consideration your likes and dislikes, your social life, your life you may have children which means it affects what times you can eat and what you tend to eat as well Uh, it's just a blanket set of rules that you have to follow in order to be successful so if you do stick to it you lose the weight you get happy with where you are and then you go back to your quote-unquote normal diet and this tends to be the thing that got you to where you were in the first place before you decided that you needed or wanted to diet and in this period of time where you've been sticking to the rules of whatever mainstream diet that you've been following you haven't learned anything about food you have not learned how to potentially portion control uh, anything about food volume uh, energy balance which is the thing that underpins your weight loss within any diet framework and so you're now in a position where not only have you returned back to your normal diet but you're now primed to put all of that weight that you've lost back on and potentially more because if you go back to the exact same amount of calories you were eating with a lower body mass it will mean that your net calorie surplus per day is going to be higher than it was when you started. And this is something we typically see with yo-yo dieters, people that are on a diet for four weeks and then they come off the wagon and they return back to normal and then they put the weight on and a little bit more. And they're not even back at square one, they're back at square minus one, which is where no one wants to be because you feel like a failure. You don't feel comfortable in your clothes, in your own skin. And guess what? If you are an emotional eater, someone that self-medicates with food or self-soothes with food, then you're going to be in a position whereby you are going to put on more weight than you could ever dream of and just feel shit about yourself. So that's the first reason. Second reason that this can and does happen is that you don't do something for long enough. Something that I call the shiny object syndrome. 
And so this would make sense if you have selected an unsustainable weight loss method. So such as like a 600 calorie a day diet, maybe you're just uh, drinking shakes or you just have one meal a day and you just see how long you can do it for. There's only so long that you'll be able to do that before you give up mentally and physically, um, sort of negating any real effort on your part to achieve long-term goals. But what I often see is people begin changing something. So they might change their calories in and or their calories out via NEAT or adding in another workout per week. This begins to put them in a slight calorie deficit, which is enough to start losing weight sustainably and slowly. And then what they do is they either allow life to get in the way, which is absolutely fine, and they stop doing what they're meant to be doing, or they start questioning the process and the habits that are required to get to where they want to be, aka the shiny object syndrome. So they've got what they know they need to do, but then they start seeing this shiny thing, this new shiny thing on the front of a cover of a magazine. And despite the fact they've started to feel better, they feel stronger, they feel lighter, more energetic, they see that magazine cover telling them what they can achieve if they do all of these things that I sort of listed in uh, reason one. And they start questioning it. They start losing focus on the things that actually matter and they start focusing on the noise that's trying to distract them. Like we must understand that diet, the diet industry is a multi-billion pound venture. I am somewhat part of that as a personal trainer, as a coach. Um, but I'm trying to teach people what they need to know to have autonomy over their body. I'm not trying to sell a get skinny quick routine for £100. I'm trying to teach people what they need to do to live a better life rather than just experience being lighter for six to eight weeks. And what happens when you listen to that diet culture noise, that diet industry noise, then you start to lose that focus and then you slowly circle back round to square one. The I'll start Monday square. I'll start next month. And whilst if we were to aggregate the amount of days across, let's say a month that you've spent in a calorie deficit, whether that's via your food intake or your NEAT, those days are going to be way lower than the days you spent out of it because you've flip-flopped um, way more than you should have you haven't focused and whilst the whole mindset of the month has been either I'm dieting or I'm meant to be dieting creating this sort of perpetual diet mindset what you've done your actions have actually flip-flopped between actively dieting and just thinking about dieting which becomes very fatiguing and it just seems like there's never any end to it and for me the first step uh, to try and overcome this is to try and remove the restriction mindset. As I said, sort of the dieting mindset or the restriction mindset is enough to almost ensure that you will fail with your weight loss or fat loss endeavors. If I was to give you a calorie goal of 2000 per day, but said you had to remove all chocolate, you would probably struggle more with that than if I told you you could eat 1800 calories a day and you had the autonomy to eat whatever you wanted within that 1800 and even if you went over it's not the end of the world we can just affect things throughout the rest of the week 
you would struggle with the high calorie goal because you're in a restrictive mindset. And so in removing this restriction mindset and bringing in some of the unconditional permission to eat, we prime ourselves to just have a better mindset around everything. And we actually increase our chances of success because we essentially remove failure. If we have unconditional permission to eat and we decide we want to diet or reduce our calories, then we can't really fail. You either essentially decide that this is the goal for you, so the weight loss goal is for you, and that's what you're going to stick to. Again, enjoying some of the freedom, but within your calorie goal. Or you decide that dieting isn't for you right now. Maybe life's really, really stressful. Maybe you've just had a baby, you've just changed jobs or whatever, and you decide maybe now isn't the time to do that. Again, you have the unconditional permission to choose what is right with you, right for you, sorry, in the moment. So that is step one for me. The next step is to, if you decide that this is the thing for you, set a time frame. Don't leave it open to seeing what happens or whatever, because that lack of an end in sight will just lead you to fucking things up. So set a time frame, whether it's six weeks, eight weeks, it doesn't matter too much, but having that definitive time frame will help you uh, to have something to work towards. You can't hit a target you can't see. So setting that target um, will help you sort of just improve your mindset around it. Again, get in for eight weeks and get out after eight. Because there's people that start this journey and I, I have clients that do it as well where they sort of start looking to lose weight or lose fat then they sort of is this my life now that is the question do they have to count calories every day do they have to hit lower and lower and lower calorie goals to get to where they want to be do they have to do a minimum of 12,000 steps every day and the answer is no it isn't your life now it takes way more to lose weight or body fat than it does to maintain it. So your calories to lose weight might be 1,700 calories per day, but to maintain your weight, it could be 2,000 calories after you've lost the weight that you want to lose. And so once you're out of the eight weeks, you you can begin to slowly reintroduce more calories up to 2,000. And having spent 10 weeks, you would have almost, and I use this term loosely, uh, reset your body's ability to gauge hunger, to gauge fullness, monitoring your food intake, uh, you will be more mindful of food. You'll also be very good at estimating your food intake on a given day. Uh, You'll be able to manage social events far easier and you'll just be able to gauge whether or not you're where you need to be in terms of your energy expenditure and food intake to maintain your weight if that's important to you meaning that everything about your life is just a bit more easier to sustain. It's similar to trying to gain muscle. To gain muscle is harder than maintaining muscle. So once you've got it, it's easier to keep it ticking over and maintain. And it's the same for weight loss. So, I mean, either way, you get in and you get out uh, rather than this arduous slog of going round in circles and restarting Monday uh, or start next month. It's just get in, do what you need to do for eight weeks, stick to the plan, and then get out. Generally, you will highlight an eight-week period whereby it's going to be slightly easier to do this, uh, whether or not work is going into sort of like a slow season, or you know 
maybe it's the beginning of um, spring whereby there's not a huge amount of social events you're not going out sort of three four times a week because um, the weather's shit um, but you'll identify that period and you'll stick to it get in do your work get out because if you do do the work for those six eight ten twelve weeks whatever it is whatever it is that you decide you will get the results you want and then you can look at returning to a life without the daily tracking a few extra hundred calories a day to play with and all whilst maintaining the new body shape that you've worked hard to achieve but also being able to every day stick to some of the processes that got you to where you wanted to be so the resistance training the slightly more steps per day and just living a healthier and happier life which should be the goal for pretty much everyone and I sort of like this process even for people that decide that they need to lose a lot of weight whether that's for health reasons or going for a specific job so if you're trying to join the police force or something you may have to hit a certain level of fitness threshold for example so you could do multiple six-week blocks so you get in for six weeks you come out for a little bit you get in for six weeks you come out for a little bit again and it just blocks it up rather than having a whole year of trying to lose weight and this sort of no end in sight this is my life now sort of process get in for six get out for two have a little reset uh, start introducing some more calories start enjoying a little bit more of the foods that you enjoy being social and then get in for another six weeks and yes you will gain a little bit of weight on those two weeks but it's going to be transient it's just going to be unprocessed food it's going to be slightly higher water retention uh, due to maybe higher carb intake for example um, but that will come straight back off within the first week of being back in the diet mindset so that first week uh, losing that weight and then you've got another five weeks of making progress that continual progress down and then get out for another two weeks maybe you're going on holiday for two weeks um, and then just repeat that process over and over and just make it a little bit more blocky rather than this one long continual slog um, so yeah that is the get in and get out diet mindset hopefully that will help some of you uh, long-term dieters out there and just allow you to have a slightly better mindset when approaching a period of time whereby you want to lose a certain amount of body fat just giving you a little bit more autonomy and control over your decisions and how you can affect that positively so yeah if you have any questions about today's episode then drop me a message and if not i will see you on the next episode take care